1: Hi, Jan. <laughs> How are you? Very well. Good. What are we talking about? Meetings. Yes. So what happens when people talk about meetings and the amount of time that they attending meetings. Oh, it's it's a uh, it's almost like a dirty word now in organizations when they talk when people talk about the meetings that they attend, they feel that they're unproductive. They spend most of their time in them, they're not doing real work. I know like I was doing a little bit of research and um a software developer um, at Lassian, they did a a research around employees and how many uh, meetings they attended and 62 meetings per month. That's how um, most employees. Yeah, and if that. you're a middle manager, it's likely to be about thirty five percent of your time. Mm. And if you're, you know, a more senior person, it's you know greater than fifty percent of your time would be spent in in meetings. Yeah, and thirty one of those employees uh, consider that. Sorry, 31 of those hours spent in those meetings, they consider time wasted, And time is such an important resource that is finite for most of us. So let's go through what the four basic criteria is for effective meetings, and then we'll just go into a little bit more detail. Great. So the first one is they achieve what they set out to do. (laughs) They have a clear purpose, and everyone understands that purpose. Yep. Number two, they leave participants feeling like there's been a sense of achievement or an accomplishment and people feel engaged. Mm. The third one is that they take the minimal amount of time and follow a sensible structure and process. Yep. And last but not least, they have the right people in attendance. (laughs) So they're pretty basic criteria uh, let's go through through them in a little bit more detail, Jen. Yeah, okay. So the meeting achieves its purpose. You know, an effective meeting is clear about what it is that it needs to achieve. And too often people call a meeting to discuss something without really considering um, what would be a good outcome what it is that they want to achieve by bringing all these people together. You know, like 41% of people who have been researched based on the research I mentioned before about Atlassian complain that meetings were the biggest time waster in the office. And the real cost of that is billions of dollars wasted each year in unnecessary meetings. And, you know, who's in control of that? We are. We we have some control. And how do we control that? By being clear about the purpose. And, you know, to help determine, you know, what the purpose of your meeting is, you might want to ask yourself, so at the end of the meeting, what do I want people to say or know? Or at the end of the meeting, um, I want the group to, you know, have agreed a certain outcome or the next most logical step in this process or project. And maybe another question you could ask is if my manager was to ask them what the meeting achieved, they would say. (laughs) Very good. So you're getting a global view from different perspectives about what it is that, um, yeah, people want to achieve. Okay. And so number two, participants leave with a sense of achievement and engagement. That's one of the key issues that people complain (coughs) about meetings is that they just feel like it was an energy drainer or a waste of time. Mm. And so how do we get a sense of engagement? One, obviously, yep, you've got to have a clear purpose. And the second way is just make sure that you... Give people an opportunity to see the agenda in advance. We know that 50% of the population have a preference for introversion, would prefer to see, and most people want to see what's on the agenda. Mm. What are you getting me to spend my precious time doing in this meeting? Um, The other way to get engagement is to circulate the agenda and ask people, do they have a comment or is there something that I've missed? So that way you're engaging them in the process as well. Uh, the other thing is just during the meeting, make a point of asking everyone to contribute by asking questions. Just ask as many as practical. Don't do all the talking. Um, at the end of each agenda item, just do a quick summation in terms of what was the key action that you took out. Um, if there are further items that need discussion, just make a note that, yes, whether or not it needs to be um, covered in the meeting or in another in another meeting. And always distribute the actions within 24 hours of the meeting. And the other thing is, or get people to take a photo of the actions that Mm. you've taken on the board, or get everybody to take their own actions. Don't feel as though just because you're running the meeting, you are responsible for all the administration of it. Mm. Um, Yeah, share the love. And also really, really important is ensure that the meeting stays on topic. And if someone's dominating the conversation, just be, be sure to give other people the opportunity to speak. Say, oh, thank you. Um, thank you, Dom. Or thank you, such and such. Um, might be worthwhile um, moving on. I realise, you know, we've got 10 minutes to go. Good contribution. Something like that. Make it affirming and then move on. Great. Okay, so let's move on to the third criteria, and that is that they take minimal amount of time and follow a structure and a process. Now, as we know, in personality preference, there are people who love process and love structure, and then there are others who like it more fluid. Now, for those who like it more fluid, that is where you would perhaps spend a bit more time in the discussion phase, but you would actually build that into the agenda and make sure that it's appropriate during that uh, time in the meeting. Yeah, 10 minutes for discussion, then we're going to move on to X or Y actions or next steps. Yeah, you know, because you want to have a reputation as a leader who manages time well. And by running an efficient meeting, you will be improving, you know, your reputation in this area. And people will really uh, be appreciative of it. So the agenda is what is going to um, keep you on track right and on target so it is important as you mentioned before having that criteria of an agenda and I'll go through a little bit around how you can prepare an agenda and what factors you need to consider and again if you Michelle what you said about if someone is hijacking the meeting I think it's really important to practice what you said around, um, is this the best use of our time? Can yeah. we take this offline? I think this is really important. We need to deep dive into to that. So always make it a point to start the meeting on time or perhaps a couple of minutes past the time, get agreement from participants that you'll start on the scheduled time. So I had a client who complained that there was always someone coming late to the meetings and she would be the one who would have to bring this person up to speed. And she was quite structured in the way in which she managed her time. And so what we agreed is that if that person was late, that she would do a whip around at the table and say, um, are we ready to start now? Do you want to start? So everyone would agree, let's start now. So it wouldn't just be her saying, let's start now. Right. And and if I could just um, jump in there, the other issue, Jan, is that we spend a lot of time recapping for the people who turn late. So it's almost like we're rewarding them mm. <laughs> for being late. Mm. And so that's another way to get agreement with the group. Do we agree to start now? And if people are late, we just press on yeah. from now on. And you just let people know that that's how we're going to run our meetings from now on. The other thing about time, Jan, if you could finish five minutes earlier, oh, my God, everyone would leave five minutes Five minutes earlier, people will leave with a huge smile on their faces. <laughs> yes, yeah, so, so always, and that's it, so always um, finish on time. And if you are running out of time, say what you intend to do about it. Yep. Either defer to the next meeting, have another discussion offline. And what I tend to do sometimes, Michelle, is put a timer on two yes. minutes before the end of the meeting yep. so everyone can hear it. Yep, me too. I usually mute my phone in other aspects, but if you can use your timer on your phone, yep. I think that's a really good indicator instead of you saying, oh, by the way, we've got two minutes, it's just a a sound that comes through two minutes beforehand. So to prepare an agenda, we really need to consider some of these factors. So results, what do you need to accomplish? Participants, who needs to attend for for it to be successful? Sequence, so in what order will you cover the topics? Obviously, you want the high-priority Topics covered first, uh, you know what is essential. The timing, how much time will be spent on each topic, the date and time, like when will the meeting take place? Because a lot of times people don't put those specific details yeah. in, yeah. and also um, where is it going to to take place? You know, be a little bit um, more specific ar- around that. So, yeah, yeah. okay, very good. Um, number four is that they have the right people in attendance. So a really important aspect of running effective meeting is making sure that you've got the right people in the room based on the purpose of the meeting. Uh, We make too many assumptions about who should attend the meeting Mm. and we really feel that this could be a real game changer for people because there isn't an an assumption in organisations, if if it's important or it's important to you, that you've got to have the manager attend or the the manager of the other team that you're trying to get information from or resources um, from. From, that is not always the case it is someone who could either and it depends on the agenda just don't always assume that it's going to be the manager is there somebody else that can attend because they might be more available and then they could be a conduit into that team We're rather closer than. closer to the problem yeah <laughs> absolutely yeah. absolutely um so try to think laterally about um who should attend uh the meetings when you're sending out the invite and what If we can follow these criteria and be known as somebody who runs efficient meetings, you're going to be known as someone who is efficient. Mm. So uh, really encourage people to think about the, the meetings that they attend. Are they working? And if they're not, even if you're not the person organising them, you might actually pull that person aside and share a couple of these tips with them. But again, start in your own backyard. Yeah, so one of the tips that, um, that we discuss with the client is that she would speak to the person organising the meeting and say, can I give you the information... So, you can continue the meeting and I don't need to be there? Or is there a certain time in the agenda that I come in and present that information? So, she was being really mindful of of her time. And so, she is teaching people how to run a meeting by being savvy. That's right. That's right. So, let's recap. So, the first one for effective meetings is They achieve what it is that the meeting is set out to do. That's right. So again, Michelle, do you want a decision? Is it a catch-up meeting? Do you want to solve a problem? Do you want to generate ideas? Is it a status meeting, getting up to speed with what's happening? Are you communicating something? Are you making plans? Are you learning something or sharing knowledge? Mm -hmm. Good. So number two is that they leave participants feeling a sense of achievement Mm -hmm. and engagement. Yep. So number three, they take the minimal amount of time and follow a sensible structure and process. And number four, they have the right people in attendance. So I just wanted to uh, finish off with a little bit of a, a tip around a a different type of meeting. So this is in, you know, small team meetings and they're called scrum meetings. And scrum meetings take about 15 minutes where each team member shares three things only. And the three things are what they achieved yesterday, what tasks that she or he plans to complete today and what problems may prevent them from achieving those goals. And as a manager, that's what we want to do. We want to, you know, smooth away those obstacles. And scrum meetings are highly effective for very fluid teams, so particularly call centre teams or operations teams. So, yeah, great tip. Yeah, so we encourage you to take one or two of the these insights and start to incorporate it into your repertoire and your behavior. Yes. And give us some feedback and tell us how you're going. Okay. Bye. Bye.
0: We hope you enjoyed today's episode of the people leaders podcast for show notes and other resources. Please visit us at peopleleaderspodcast.com. While you're there, you can subscribe for future episodes so you can continue your own leadership journey. And please be sure to share this and other episodes with your friends and colleagues. The People Leaders Podcast is brought to you by the Experts On Air Podcast Network.